Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Raptors, your daily Toronto Raptors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, and welcome to episode 49 of Locked On Raptors for Tuesday, December 20th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com and TSN Radio in Toronto. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean, and the show is on Twitter as well, at LockedOnRaptors, where you can find links to every single show. Locked On Raptors is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find team-specific shows for all 30 NBA teams, as well as Locked On Fantasy with Josh Lloyd and Locked On NBA with David Locke, all in one place on the Locked On NBA iTunes channel. It's a great resource for uh, an endless supply of information and content about the NBA. So check it out, leave a rating, leave a review, and you can do that as well with our show, and it's the easiest way that you can help out the show. Go to the iTunes page and leave us a rating, leave us a review there uh, on the Locked On Raptors page. It would really, uh, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. It would help move us up the rankings, helps people discover the show, uh, so please do that. Uh, on today's show, uh, we're going to do a bit of a quick preview for tonight's game uh, between the Raptors and Nets. Not a whole lot to say about this one. It's a, it's a pretty obvious mismatch on paper. The Nets come in ranked 23rd in offense, 28th in defense. They're 7-19 overall. The Raptors come in still with that number one offense in the league at 115.4 points per 100 possessions, uh, 1.4 points ahead of the uh, Golden State Warriors. Just uh, The Raptors continue to just score at will against anybody. Uh, they're 18th in defense coming in, boosted up a little bit with that performance against the Magic on Sunday. They're 19-8 coming in. Um, some things to talk about for this one. Number one, uh, you get the return of a couple of Raptors. You know, Anthony Bennett and Luis Scola make their return. Uh, Anthony Bennett, I say that sort of in jest. He only played 19 games with the Raptors, didn't really factor in much. Had one really bad game where he tried, had to guard Dirk Nowitzki, and it didn't end very well for, for Bennett. Um, but it's nice to see he's actually sort of, you know, getting at least a little bit of run this season in Brooklyn. Uh, he's, you know, he's not playing a ton, of course, and he's not really factoring in in, in a huge way. He's playing, you know, 12 minutes a game. Uh, but, you know, he's scoring five points a game as per 36 numbers for whatever you want to take those four or the best he's ever had, uh, shooting 40% from the field. Um, I mean, it's tough for Anthony Bennett right now. He's still just trying to, you know, hang on to an NBA job, and this season's crucial for that because it's the last season of his rookie deal. Um, so it's definitely going to be important for Bennett to try to sort of carve out a niche with with the Nets, and that's kind of what the Nets' MO is at this point without much talent on the roster. But uh, it, it'll be nice to see Bennett back in, in his home stomping grounds. Luis Scola, of course, was a uh, a locker room favorite, not so much a fan favorite by the, by the end of the season with how his shooting fell off and how his defense just wasn't there, and he just wasn't a super effective player. But he's the kind of guy that, the Brooklyn Nets could really use right now. They're so young. They're so inexperienced, and Skull has been around. He's seen it all. And, uh, you know, he's averaging five points a game. He's, uh, you know, he's back to shooting, you know, below 40%, which is what he shot last season. He's at 32% from three, not shooting threes all that much. Um, and, you know, 48% from the field, not bad for Skola. You know, he's definitely not being asked to do as much as he did last season. He's just kind of being asked to just kind of be there as a, uh, you know, a bit player who can sort of, you know, foster the growth of these young guys that he's surrounded by and just sort of be one of the few veteran leaders in that locker room right now Uh, because it's a team bereft of experience and talent, and it's... uh, 
you know, it's a rough situation for the Nets right now. They There aren't many good things to try to pull from the Nets. And I don't know. I mean, Sean Kilpatrick, I guess, would be the number one. He's a great story, a guy who was in the D-League for the longest time, a Cincinnati uh, player uh, who was really good in college. I remember watching him in college and thinking he was, you know, he seemed to be sort of NBA-level material. And, you know, he just didn't really pan out early in his career. I think he floated around with a few different teams, the Timberwolves in particular. Uh, you know, spent his time in the D-League, paid his dues there. And now he's come out and he's averaging, you know, 16 points a game, uh, four and a half rebounds, three assists. He's just, he's really sort of taken advantage of the opportunity on this Nets team. And he's really turned himself into an actual NBA player. It's really cool to see uh, a guy like that just sort of get, you know, he, he's blooming at a time when, you know, maybe no one really expected he would. And it's cool that the Nets, if there's one thing that the Nets are right now, it's a team where, you know, sort of unheralded guys can try to go to, you know, recoup their value or to build up their value or to try to establish themselves as NBA players Uh, because there isn't all that much with the Nets right now that is exciting or fun Um, you know there's just there's not a ton of talent you know they still owe the Boston Celtics their pick this season uh, and they owe them uh, it's it's a pick swap this season they owe them the pick in 2018 as well it's just uh, it's going to be a long haul here for for, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and I guess uh, one of the big things to watch for tonight uh, from the Nets' perspective is that Brooke Lopez is not going to play. Um, that's, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a big one. He's been really good this season. He, he's scoring a ton. He's actually shooting threes at a reasonable rate, 35% or so on like five attempts a game, uh, which is something that was never part of his repertoire. But that's sort of what this Nets team is. It's uh, Kenny Atkinson's done a really nice job of just sort of, you know, letting them go out there, play an exciting style. You know, they're, they're not talented in it by any means, but their guys are playing an exciting style and, and they're shooting a ton of threes. I think they're third in the NBA right now in, in total threes attempted. Uh, I mean, they're, they're fifth last in, 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 or sixth last in terms of percentage. I think they're fifth, actually, 26th in the league in terms of uh, three-point percentage. But they're taking a lot of threes. They're playing an up-tempo style. I believe they're the fastest team in the NBA by pace right now. So that's cool and fun. Goes sort of counter to what the Raptors like to do. Um, but Brooke Lopez is going to be out tonight. That's, uh, that's a big thing for him, he, the, the big thing for the Nets. You know, Brooke Lopez, considering the amount of threes he's shooting, was probably a guy that really could have taken advantage of Jonas Valanciunas and sort of his struggles. Obviously, we know his issues with stretchier fives, and, uh, and the, the Nets aren't really going to have that to go to tonight. And it's weird, you know, I don't even know who else is going to play. Justin Hamilton is sort of their, their go-to backup center, uh, but he, uh, you know, he, he's dealing with migraines right now. It's, he's, he's missed the last four games, which I, I have migraines. Having them for that long of a time sounds like absolute hell. So hopefully Hamilton's okay. Hopefully he can play tonight. And if he plays, I would imagine he would start at center for the, for the Nets. Um, and then, you know, if he doesn't, I don't know who starts at center. Maybe Scola? Maybe they go small? Maybe they throw at Chris McCullough? I don't know. Like, that's a... Uh, very interesting sort of uh, not actually uninteresting really like there's, there's not a whole lot going on with that roster and there's not a ton of front court depth whatsoever behind uh, Trevor Booker and Brooke Lopez Booker's a guy who I'm excited to watch he's a guy who if he didn't make so much money it would be a guy that I think the Raptors could really sort of key in on and as some front court depth he's been shooting some threes this season not at a very high rate but he's been you know trying to add it to his game shooting a high percentage from the field otherwise 52 percent um and just you know almost averaging a double double with 10 and 9 getting a lot of opportunity uh with the nets this season but without brooke lopez the the offensive punch on this team is just going to be sorely lacking um so that sort of leads me to the second thing i want to watch tonight and that's the defense for the raptors um 
you know, again, it's not a tough opponent. Against the Magic, the defense was great, but the Magic are a horrendous offensive team. The Nets aren't much better despite their, their offensive style. And, uh, you know, the, the way they play, though, it could sort of be a way that they can kind of get the Raptors out of their out of their comfort zone if they decide to start someone at the five who's a little stretchier in place of Brooke Lopez. Maybe they go Chris McCullough there. Uh, Justin Hamilton's been shooting a ton of threes. If he's back, you know, that still could lure Valanciunas away from the basket. Not in the same way that it would with Brooke Lopez, but maybe that's a way for them to sort of, uh, you know, create problems for the Raptors' defense. And I'd like to see if the Raptors' de- defense can sort of pick up where they left off in that Orlando game where the last three quarters they just shut it down. Down. Valanciunas had, you know, as I talked about on yesterday's show, had a you know a better defensive showing than I think we're used to seeing from him. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see from that. I I, I don't know. The, the Nets are not a talented team by any means, but the way they play might give the Raptors some problems, and it's going to be important for the Raptors to get their defense in order before they go on this six-game Western road trip over Christmas. Um, you know, they've been able to get away with bad defense against a lot of these bad teams that they've been playing, but when you come across a team like Utah. Bad defense isn't going to cut it because not only are the Jazz a great defensive team, they're they're also scoring the ball at a top 10 rate as well. So not going to be able to just play lackadaisical defense there. Obviously the Warriors, that's sort of the one thing that's been separating the Raptors and the top teams in the NBA this season. The Raptors can score with anybody, that's been proven. But in those games against the Warriors and the Clippers and the Cavs, they just haven't been able to find that extra gear defensively and shut it down. I mean, the Warriors, for example, uh, in the second quarter against the Raptors, just decided, hey, no one's scoring on us right now. The Raptors haven't shown that ability yet. And uh, I mean, at least not against top opponents. I think they did it against the, you know, I mean, they did it against the Magic for a few quarters. They did it against the Wolves in that game where the fourth quarter came around and they decided to play defense and, and really sort of amped it up. But they really haven't been able to find that extra gear against the best teams in the NBA. And they're really going to need that on this road trip. So this is one last tune-up, one last game for them to sort of get things right before they go out on the road. And uh, that'll be important uh, for the Raptors to do. Um, yeah, th- other than that, like there isn't really a whole lot to think about for this game. This is not a, a, a sexy game on the schedule by any means. The Nets are just plucky and they you know again they play an entertaining style but it's not like any of the players are ones that you're sort of you know lining up to see play in that sort of system um sean kilpatrick i guess would be the guy uh they don't even have like markel brown anymore to throw down crazy dunks they're just sort of uh i don't know there's not a whole lot going on with this roster i like ronde hollis jefferson he's fun he can't really shoot it um and he's an offensive liability but he's fun on defense. He he makes cool, fun defensive plays. He's he's a sort of an energy guy. Um, it's kind of funny. This whole team, essentially, other than Joe Harris, who's at thirty eight percent from three, pretty much the whole team is below average from three, despite being the third most uh, attempts in the league for for any team. Um, you know, they're just trying to go with the high variance sort of uh, situation. And if the Raptors continue to have the sort of defensive issues they've had with trying to stop, you know, teams from, you know, getting open looks off the ball, they've had some serious issues. They had huge problems with Kyle Korver on Friday trying to stay with him off the ball. And if the Nets are going to try to, you know, confuse the Raptors' defense, which hasn't been great from a team slash communication perspective over the last little while here, that could really, you know, maybe make this game a bit more of a shootout than we thought. And. You know, the Raptors should be able to, tune, to turn up the defense against the Nets. I, I kind of expect them to. Uh, I can't imagine Dwayne Casey's happy. I think he's going to be looking at the tape from that Orlando game and saying, hey, this is what we have to do over and over and over again, and not just when we want to do it for, for a quarter here and a quarter there. Um, you know, I think Dwayne Casey's definitely going to look at that game and say, hey, why can't this be our habit? Why can't we do this every single night? And uh, Dwayne Casey, he's a, he's a bit of a drill sergeant when it comes to defense. So I, I think the Raptors will bring it for this game before they go out on the road. 
Let's quickly get then to my pick against the spread. So far, I'm 16, 10, and 1 coming into the se- coming into this one on the season. Uh, and the Raptors are favored by 15 points at home. That is a huge number. Uh, but I think I'm going to take the Raptors to cover, even though it is such a big number. You know, they've been taking care of business at home for, for the better part of the season against these really bad teams, especially over the last month or so. And I really expect them to continue that. It's just, uh, you know, the Nets aren't very good. The Raptors, I think they're just going to outscore the Nets. The Nets defense is 28th in the league, as I mentioned off the top. And I think the Raptors are really going to carve it up, especially with no Brooke Lopez to sort of be an anchor offensively for the Nets. So they might be sort of like, a, you know, a, a chicken without its head. Um, not, not, it's just it's going to be a tough one for the Nets, I think. And uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, take the Raptors to cover by 15. We'll be back again tomorrow to talk a bit about this game, and we're going to sort of preview the, the the road trip in more detail. Hopefully we'll have a guest for that show, but uh, we'll, we'll I'll let you know about that. Uh, the guests have been kind of hard to track down this week just because of my schedule, and it doesn't really line up with a lot of people's. It's sort of a weird schedule this week. But anyway, that's boring stuff. Uh, we'll preview the road trip in, in great detail coming going forward. Uh, preview the the Jazz game, of course, for Friday. It'll be a fun one. I, I can't wait to see that game, actually. The Raptors don't go in on a back-to-back. I think the last two seasons they've gone into the game in Utah on a back-to-back, and it's made it pretty tough. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later in the week. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Raptors. I'm your host, Sean Woodley, at WoodleySean on Twitter. Uh, the show is on Twitter, at Locked On Raptors. Subscribe to the Locked On Podcast Network. There's... Just endless amount of stuff for you to check out. NFL as well. Locked on, Locked on NFL is, uh, is you know, if you are interested in a team, like, hey, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. I'm probably going to check out some Locked on Titans episodes because the Titans are good for the first time, and I can't remember how long. And I'm excited, and I want to hear people talk about my team. So I'm going to do that. Uh, check out that. Check out the Locked on NBA shows as well. The, the, the Clippers show, the Rockets show with, with injuries to Blake Griffin and Clint Capella will be good ones to check out right now. Um, yeah, lots of stuff to check out on the network and uh, get you through your holiday travel and all those wonderful things. So, and then, hey, listen while you're Christmas shopping too. I listen to stuff while I Christmas shop. I don't want to hear Christmas music in malls and people screaming and children being loud. And uh, yeah, I have no time for that. I'm going to listen to the Lockdown Network instead. So do that. Um, thank you so much for listening once again. Enjoy the Nets game and have a good one. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.